Welcome back again to Your Daily Bible Podcast as we continue through the Gospel of John. Today we are in John chapter 17, verse 20 through 26. Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane. He's just minutes, uh, hours at the most away from being arrested and taken to his first trial. He's there with his disciples, and he just has gotten done praying specifically for the disciples, and now he is actually going to pray specifically for you. I want you to pay very close attention to Jesus' prayer because he was praying for you, starting in verse 20. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. Okay, so again, remember, when Jesus prayed for his disciples, he prayed that they would be unified, that they would be one in the same way that he was one with the Father. Now he's praying for you and I. In his prayer for us, he prays the very same thing. He prays that we would be unified, that we would be one, that in the same way that he and his Father are united, that we would be united. Verse 22, I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. These are incredibly important statements that Jesus is making. They're actually mind-boggling. It's like the statements where Jesus said, greater things will they do than what I've done. It's like the statements where Jesus got done just in this prayer section saying, whatever we ask for in his name, he'll give to us. And now he says, I have given them the glory that you gave me. Speaking of the glory the Father has given the Son, he's saying, I'm giving to you. I'm giving to the future believers who will put their faith, their hope, and their trust in me. Verse 23, I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. This is incredible. You should read this regularly. Jesus' prayer for you and I is that we would be united, that we would be, um, that we would understand that the Father loves us in the same way that he loves the Son. And he says, in the way that we are united with each other, that is actually the way the world will know that Jesus is who he said he was. And that through our unity and our love for one another, the world, it says, will know that God loves them. This is what Jesus is praying for us. And think about our world as you look out your window today. The prayer Jesus has for future believers, for you and I, is that our unity and our love for one another would be our our calling card, would be how we are known. And through our unity, through our love for one another, people would actually come to know the Father. Verse 24, Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you love me before the creation of the world. Okay, here again, Jesus is making these big statements, statements about him existing before the creation of the world, 
statements about him being in that place of glory and being glorified from the very beginning. Jesus is so clear with us all throughout the Gospel of John about who he is, about where he came from, and about where he's going back to. Verse 25, Righteous Father, though the world does not know you, I know you, and they know that you have sent me. I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. As Jesus wraps up this section of prayer, he declares that the world doesn't know the Father, but he himself does, and he has shown us who you really are. He has shown us who the Father really is, what he's really like. He, Jesus, has made the Father known to us. And the reason for it, it says, in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I may be in them. Jesus revealed the Father to us so that we could experience the love of the Father, so that the distance that was between us and the Father through our sin could be erased and we could stand as beloved sons and daughters of the Father, and that the love that the Father has for the Son, for Jesus, we could experience as sons and daughters of God, so that we could have Jesus Christ in us, his love in us, his presence in us, his power in us through the person of the Holy Spirit. This is the work that Jesus came in order to do. And in this prayer, Jesus is so clear. His desire for us to know the Father, his desire for us to be filled with the love of the Father, his desire for us to be in constant and continuous relationship with him, and his desire for that to lead us to unity and to lead us to loving one another so that the world might know the love of the Father and in turn have Jesus in them and in turn all of these things continue to grow and continue, as Jesus said, um, to really become our life, our mission, our calling in this world. Let's pray. Father, I thank you as we come to the end of Jesus' life here in the Gospel of John. I thank you that your plan was such a good plan that you sent your son so that we could be saved, something we could never do on our own, so that we could be made righteous, something we could never do on our own. Lord, we know we are sinners. We know we are a mess. But you sent your perfect son into this world so that through him we might be saved and so that through him we might have life, so that through him we can be unified and be one the same way that you and your son are one. I pray that you help us, and I pray that this prayer, as it reverberates through all of eternity, God, that we would hear it today, and we would heed the message as Jesus prayed for us. I pray this in his name. Amen.